Now though, let's turn to the latest on the Middle East and the United Nations Security Council has again delayed a vote on a resolution calling for a halt to the fighting in Gaza. It's the fourth time it's been postponed this week. It has been delayed since Monday as member states try to work out a draft that the United States won't veto. Our United Nations correspondent Neda Torfik has the latest from New York. What I heard from one diplomat is that they've made more progress today than they have all week and that they are narrowing the gaps. What we have received is the latest draft resolution, and it is different in key aspects from the last proposal. Now, instead of calling for a suspension of hostilities, the draft now calls for urgent steps to immediately allow safe and unhindered humanitarian access with creating conditions for a sustainable cessation of hostilities. So the wording there toned down from the original draft. The resolution on the table now also appoints a senior humanitarian and reconstruction coordinator that will then appoint a U.N. mechanism to try to speed up aid uh, into Gaza. Uh, so it's all quite a mouthful. But these are the proposals on the table. This was made to try to uh, prevent a U.S. veto to get the United States on board with this resolution. That's Neda Torfik at the United Nations. Well, after the meeting ended, the U.N. ambassador to the U.N., Linda Thomas-Greenfield, spoke to reporters. We do have that resolution now. We're ready to vote on it. Uh, and uh, it's a resolution that will bring humanitarian assistance to those in need. It will support uh, the... Uh, the priority that Egypt has in ensuring that we put uh, a mechanism um, on the ground that will support humanitarian assistance, um, and we're ready to vote for it. That's the UN, a U.S. ambassador at the UN. Well, let's cross to Joe Floto, who is our Middle East Bureau Chief. He's live in Jerusalem for us. Joe, thank you very much for joining us. Um, let's talk about this um, resolution. How significant would it be if the UN signs up to it? Look, I think at the moment we're seeing in uh, New York uh, diplomacy meeting reality. So what we've got here uh, are two sides who are uh, violently opposed to each other, but are have very different views on when the next ceasefire should happen. So Hamas and the other Palestinian factions fighting in Gaza have come out very publicly and in conversation with uh, Egyptian mediators to say there will be no uh, pause, no negotiation for a transfer of hostages uh, unless the, the, the conflict finishes, unless the ceasefire is permanent. On the Israeli side, they say, well, we're not going to agree to that because we are fighting an enemy who inflicted a uh, huge amount of suffering and damage on our country on October the 7th and continues to fire rockets into Israel. The Pro Israeli Prime Minister says we won't stop until Hamas is destroyed, but Israel is open to a longer ceasefire in exchange for hostages. But I have to be realistic here. I mean, last night an Israeli senior official told us that they're not actually in a negotiation at the moment, although they are having useful talks with mediators. So the two sides are very, very far apart. And in the middle, well, we've got two and a half million people in Gaza. 1.9 million of them are uh, displaced from their homes. And the UN is reporting uh, severe hunger uh, and disease spreading amongst those people. Not to mention, of course, uh, the death toll is climbing as the military operation continues every single day. 
And how much aid is at the moment getting in? We know quite a bit got in where there was the pause in fighting, but since that has resumed, are any trucks getting in day to day? So trucks are going in. Uh, they vary day to day. Uh, how many go in. Sometimes it can be up to 200 trucks a day uh, and then that flow goes down. The UN is saying, look, uh, we need to speed this up and if Israel were to open fully it, its main terminal with Gaza on the Israeli side, then that could be fulfilled. Uh, currently, uh, there is a, a, a very slow and cumbersome uh, operation to check every single truckload of aid, and that is controlled by Israel. Israel says that's necessary because it doesn't want anything uh, going to Hamas that would help it prosecute its war. Uh, and at the moment, there's not enough aid going through by anyone's assessment apart from Israel. Israel says there's plenty of food still in Gaza. The markets have food, and it's actually the UN... Uh, who could speed up their supply of trucks for inspection, something that the UN flatly rejects and said that's not true. Joe Floto in Jerusalem, thank you very much indeed. Well, we can speak now to Sam Block, who is Director of Emergency Response for World Central Kitchen in Gaza, which has been working to provide meals for citizens inside Gaza. Sam, you're in Rafah, which is in the south of Gaza. What is the situation like with you where you are? So in Rafa, uh, we're both working both in northern Gaza and in southern Gaza. But in, in southern Gaza, we've seen just an incredible condensing of the population. Uh, the whole southern part of Gaza normally has about 280,000 uh, people living here. And we, we now have uh, well over a million. So there there's people absolutely everywhere uh, seeking some sense of, of safety. Um, we're, we're feeding as many of them as we can. We're currently uh, providing enough food via our trucks coming across for at one meal a day, about 22% of the population, but that is obviously not even close to enough. Uh, we're, we're, we're doing all, all that it is that we can. We're sending us, we have a lot of trucks in the pipeline. We've had about 400 trucks enter Gaza already. Um, and we have a lot uh, waiting on the Egyptian side uh, to come in. There is the 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 there is food on the markets on the so to speak markets. Lots of little street vendors, a lot of which are reselling um, uh, humanitarian food that's been donated. It's kind of become the informal economy. You need one thing, you 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 know sell or trade one thing you receive. But all of the food uh, coming from within Gaza is is becoming on very, very short demand. And while there is food in those markets, it's three to four times what the average uh, cost would have been. There's a, a severe uh, scarcity. In addition to that, some people may know there's been very, very little propane means for people to cook food. Uh, here in, in Rafa, you know, southern Gaza, every possible, every tree, you know, every time you drive anywhere, you, every day you see less and less trees. So people are resorting to anything possible um, to create heat in order to be able to cook fuel. World Central Kitchen is bringing in alternatives. We've uh, designed and been engineering um, alternative to propane cooking, cooking stoves and fuel sources, uh, but it's still simply not enough. You mentioned you're in the south of Gaza. What is the situation like in the north? Is it is it much worse there? The reports are um, 
really really hard hard to handle uh i will be going up to 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 gaza city tomorrow uh especially even in the hospitals you know we're getting reports uh from the hospitals to where they they would prefer water over medical attention because that's what how immediate the need is so we'll be taking food and water up there again it's been trickling up it's very challenging to get the food into gaza but into southern gaza but then to get it up to even the hospitals in northern Gaza, it's extremely challenging. So we're hoping to be able to push more up. We were able to push a lot up during the last ceasefire. We're definitely hoping for a ceasefire to really get as much as we possibly can to northern northern Gaza and Gaza City. Are you hopeful of that happening at any point in the near future? Hopeful's a, hopeful's a big word. Um, it, things are, are changing here daily, so you really have to um, you really have to be addressing every every situation from day to day, moment to moment, and and being as ready as possible. We you know have multiple contingency plans every single day for every action that we do. So uh, yes, hopeful, but then also constant planning and backup plans to do as much as we can. Okay, Sam Block, Director of Emergency Response for World Central Kitchen in Gaza. Thank you very much for joining us.